Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. In studio, our new music noon hour guest co-host, Daniela. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So you have got some work cut out for you. You're training to be in a triathlon. Is that what it is? It's it's more of a duathlon. Um, so this is two sports okay. instead of one. And it actually spans across two days wow. instead of... And one event, so right. you don't have the brick training of transferring sports right. the overnight. But it's it's going to be quite a haul. Yeah. What are the two sports you're going to be doing? Um, so it'll be a 50 mile run one day, okay. and then a hundred mile off road bike ride the next. Oh, fall is that is that time in the yeah. year where we start putting on the winter weight? Why is that? Do you think? You know, I think it's habits. Right. You know, we get out in the summertime and we're act more active and more inclined to do more physical activities outside, whether it's working out or working. Right. Um, plus, you want the beach bod, right? I mean, yeah. technically, we don't have a beach right. in North Dakota, but... Everybody goes to the lakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And then fall comes and gets cold. Yeah. And I think that environmentally speaking, we're less likely to want to run outside or right. do things outside. But actually, it is a great time if you can push past the cold right away. Right. It's a great time to get out there and run. Um, I try to run throughout the winter. I just started picking that up in the last couple of years. Right. I was also afraid to run out in the winter because, sure. you know, it was cold and yeah. I didn't want to slip, yeah. et cetera. Um, and it gets pretty boring on a treadmill. So, so right <laughs> about now is a good time to reshift and get your butt in gear and make sure you don't put on that winter weight and take yeah. good care of yourself, especially this year because we got to keep that immune system boosted. Lots to talk about with you today. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being my guest co-host. You're so welcome. Right now is that time of the season where, well, A, two things are really going on here, Daniela. Uh, right about now is when we start putting on that winter weight and we start taking less care of ourselves, thinking, well, I'm just going to be sitting on my butt all winter long. It's too cold to go out and do anything. So we've got kind of that mindset, but also this year particularly, uh, we, were, we were seeing it at the beginning of summer, how they were saying the numbers for COVID are going to get jacked back up. And lo and behold, just came out in the news, you were saying that the governor said we are elevated to the next level of risk. So what do we got to do here to uh, take better care of ourselves and make sure that we have a good immune system? Right. Um, so, yes, you're right. Uh, governor Burgum did elevate it to yellow, which means moderate right. at this point. Um, still no mandate. Still you know, for mask wearing and things like that. But even though there's not any mandates right now, I do still stand behind wearing a mask when you go out, washing your hands, you know, constantly. All the things the CDC guidelines are saying, go for them. Um, But also when it comes to your own personal health and wellness, just making sure that you're at your peak, your peak performance. That means watching your diet, making sure that you're eating healthy. Um, Onions are really good for your immunities. You know, there's no oh yeah, okay. um, garlic as well. Right. Making sure that you're eating for you. everybody's body is a little different. So right. tailoring your diet for what's most beneficial for you and sure. what is your peak. Right. Um, as well as like hitting the gym. Yes. You know, making sure your, your cardiovascular health is good. Obviously, I'm a little biased because right. I love running, swimming, and biking. So sure. cardio, cardio, cardio. Right. Um, but there are some awesome gyms in the area. Yeah. I, 
I stand by and will forever stand by Metroflex. They have a very good support system there. There's all the types of machines that you'd like to work out on. Um, Great facility over there. Oh, I love it. Great energy. I mean, you can't go into that facility over there and not help but get yourself working because it's just got that energy. Yeah, and uh, there is a coach there. His name's Eric Sweeney. He runs PBD Fitness. Okay. He got me ready for my... He got me ready in the strength training for my first Ironman. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he... He is an amazing guy, uh, very intelligent. So, you know, like, just if it's not Metroflex, if it's not Eric Sweeney, getting yourself into a good gym or making sure that you have a good support system that's right. encouraging you um, and surrounding yourself with people that are motivating motivating you. Absolutely. You know, um, not only are you training for something, but I'm training for something. A couple of things, and I'm going to need some pointers from you coming up here later on, plus I did challenge you to a little in-studio push-up contest. Dad bod versus triathlete. You tell me who's going to win that one. From what I understand, you're about to be North Dakota's first ever certified triathlete coach. Um, so it's a Ironman coaching certification. Okay. Um, as far as I know, I will be. Right. I, I did a quick search actually as a triathlete looking for an Ironman coach at one point. Right. And I, couldn't find one for North Dakota. Wow, cool. So that kind of inspired me to go ahead and just be the coach that isn't there. Right. right you know what? And you are on such a roll because just a couple of weeks ago, you were competing in a, was it Miss Health and Wellness competition? And you made it all the way up to the uh, kind of the preliminaries there. So yeah. congratulations to you for uh, representing our good state on that. Yeah, I learned a lot in that process. Even though I didn't win, I right. really learned how to uh, be positive and network myself and Absolutely. all kinds of awesome skills along the way. Well, obviously, I brought you into the show today because I've got a couple of things too that I'm going to be training for and honestly I'm getting back on the horse so to speak here I haven't ran a a 5k or a half marathon or anything like that for a little while now I've kind of got back into hit training and and strength training but I'm so excited because you and your husband have both signed up to run this so now I really got to make sure that I show up and do this thing what kind of pointers you got for me sure uh so first and foremost with any people getting back into running or beginning um is defining your goal first so so you have an objective of 5k Mm -hmm. do you have a time that you'd like to finish it in or is it just to finish it so as far as not hurting yourself you told me this morning you did some hit training yeah keep up with that i mean uh a lot of people forget when they're running to throw in that strength training you want a solid core so that's going to come from there and when i say core i'm talking your hips yeah up through uh your you know your core right and your everything that's the center of your body that's holding all of your um balance and mass and weight okay and so you want uh strong hips okay that's right, sorry Glutes, strong hips hamstrings, okay so so keep strength training um some tips is you know first the type of shoe that you're in are you comfortable how's uh-huh. that feel so there's actually a science to that won't, won't okay. go into it here yeah. but i'm um, finding out the type of runner you are and making sure that you're in good form-fitting shoes that are actually enhancing your natural mobility when you run luckily for being native we're all flat-footed <laughs> And boy, is that uh, killer on the body, especially when you're trying to yeah. do long distance oh, running yeah. too. <laughs> um, so one good thing to do is uh, to find out what kind of striker you are is maybe run a lap on a track okay. and uh, see how your foot is falling naturally with no shoes on first. Oh, interesting. And then try to replicate that with shoes on. You got your costume yet? You thinking about um, it? Yeah, I'm thinking about going Wonder Woman. We'll see. Wonder Woman <laughs> in October when it's like 20 degrees out, you're, you're brave. But I suppose, as you know, anybody who's ran outside winter here in North Dakota, you start moving. 
yeah. you get warmed up. Well, and you know, if, if you're a little cold, you might run faster. You might run faster. <laughs> Plus, what's probably also going to speed you up is there's going to be people jumping out of the bushes at you with chainsaws. So that might speed you up oh, a little yeah. bit, too. We were just talking about the Full Moon 5K coming up here Friday, October 30th. And uh, I'm getting back on the horse. I'm going to run my first 5K. that I haven't done one in a very long time. But uh, we were just saying some of the pointers you gave us uh, as far as fitness-wise. But obviously, another component that's very important when you're training for anything or just life is nutrition. nutrition. All right. So let's talk a little bit about nutrition. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be training here for the full moon 5k. And uh, so we were just saying, I just bought some tamales from you this past weekend. <laughs> and what did you, what was the fun name you had for them? Uh, so I call it tamales. I call them Mexican power bars. <laughs> but I told, I did tell you, you can't have the tamales. <laughs> I can't have the tamales. All right. So no tamales when you're training for a run. <laughs> um, so really when you're training for a run, when I look at nutrition especially for running cycling swimming all these especially if it's endurance wise carbs are your friends Uh right they are not the enemy in this case so um and when i speak of carbs i'm not talking donuts or shoot um i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm talking about you know a big chunk of it being your vegetables and your fruits wait a minute those are carbs (laughs) yeah those are oh they are forms see i'm already misinformed here because i'm like that doesn't count um they're carbs that metabolize a lot quicker okay in order to give you energy and and fuel you a lot of times you know i do very long distance running i told you you know i was training for a hundred mile or just a little bit ago and and i actually eat while i run you know because those are Interesting. Hours and hours of running. So I will, um, I'll eat fruits and yeah. vegetables on my run. Right. I don't, I don't know about a 5K if you need to do that. Probably but. <laughs> not. But I mean, on those distance, I, I'm really curious how you do that because I know I'm concentrating on my breathing when I'm running. And let alone, you know, people like chew gum or put a put a piece of candy in your mouth. And I'm going, how? It, it breaks up my breathing and throws me off. So I can't even imagine how you so eat. So I'll take uh, I'll take bits of things and tear them up and put them in like uh, if I'm cycling for a long distance sure. i have a pocket in the back of my my jersey my bike jersey right and i, I make sure to uh intake it, depending on the speed i'm going my heart rate and the distance i'll intake you know uh every 15 minutes maybe a quarter of a cliff bar okay you know and just keep myself going because the thing sure. is when you're running uh you don't necessarily want to lose a lot of weight because right. that means that you're losing uh, nutritional value and you're also ah, losing fluid and okay. water. So you want to make sure we have camelbacks when we run. So you want to make sure you have a camelback on Okay. Um, when you're doing long distance running. Okay, wait a minute. You're putting more weight on while you run <laughs> and you eat stuff that breaks up your breathing while you run. This obviously <laughs> is not going to be for me, but we're going to try. Um, <laughs> but I do want to share one tip and trick that my husband and I both use. We we read a book uh, called Born to Run. Okay. And what it's about is my tribe, my tribe is the Tarumara from Mexico. Okay. And uh, they had a really good sports drink, quote unquote sports drink, um, called Itziaca that they make. And so we started making it and we actually use it in lieu of any sports drinks. And what it is, is it's lime mixed with chia seeds. Okay. And uh, um, agave. Okay. And just mix it all together, and it works very well for fueling and to um, replenish any lost liquid as well. Not any lost liquid, you still want water, yeah. but lost liquid as well as carbs 
and sugars that you may be depleted of. I'm going to have to get that information from oh, you. That sounds so amazing. Good, yeah. That sounds so much tastier than water. Exactly. And it, I mean, it's totally homemade. It's delicious. And the chia seeds, they, uh, they're packed with protein. Something else that was presented to me was to do a transformation challenge over there at Boulevard Nutrition. And I love the idea of this. And I love how she calls it a transformation challenge, not a weight loss challenge. To you, there's a big difference. What is the yeah. difference between those? Um, so as I was telling you, talking about before, I think that weight loss is just not a great goal to focus on. Right. It's uh, the scale hardly represents what is going on in the body often. Yes. And especially when even your power lifting or strength training, you'll see the scale fluctuate in days upwards, you know, one to 10 pounds. So right. every morning, if you're weighing yourself and becoming obsessed with that, it just mentally is not good. Right. So I like the idea that they chose to use the word transformation because that's just so much more powerful. Absolutely. And such a better way to look at it uh, mentally and I think it's much more effective. You know, and how many times can we all say, if anybody who's ever done a weight loss challenge, you're doing all the right things. You're doing the, the proper diet. You're doing the exercise and you hop on the scale a week later thinking, oh man, I've got to be down at least five to eight pounds here and you get on you're like, wait, I'm up too. How is that possible? And, and I'd say that if you're like, oh man, I've got to be down. That means you're feeling good, right? Right. That's all that matters. Exactly. That's all that matters. Do you feel good? Are you feeling peak? That's right. what matters, not what the numbers are on that scale. Are you sleeping better? Are you feeling stronger? Do you have more energy when you wake up? Those are the things that should count. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk because just a little bit ago, we gave a little shout out to your husband. He's a uh, local police officer here. And, uh, you know, obviously they, they, they have a very high risk job here in the community. You're protecting and you're serving the community. Uh, there's already a lot of risk, but I feel like this year especially, there's just a lot of misunderstanding. And uh, I feel like the risk put on police officers' lives has heightened so much more. Kind of tell us what life has been like this year for the both of you on a personal level. Sure. Um, yeah, there, as you guys know, there's been a tumultuous relationship yeah. between the public and police officers. Not entirely. Right. Um, there's a large portion of Fargo that is very supportive right. of them. And, and often, if he's in uniform, uh, he gets a thank you you know, for your service awesome. in the grocery store or cool. wherever we may be at. Um, but yeah, it does come with its inherent concerns. Yeah. You know, before when uh, things had heightened quite a bit with the protests and stuff like that, um, which by the way, I, I totally support the right to protest. Of course. I just want to put that out there. Right. I th- I, I'm glad that people are conserving that right for us. Passionate, absolutely. Right, um, whether we agree or disagree, however, that it's important that people are out there doing that. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, for a a nuclear family like ours uh there are concerns and so like for example if he uh when he used to come home for like a lunch break he'd just park the squad car like right in front of the house right you know i asked him like hey can you park that in the back uh just because you know personally just like concerns of who can identify right you know uh that you know a law enforcement officer lives here and It's just interesting, uh, you know, being Latina my whole life, obviously, I've succumbed to discrimination and hate, and especially living in Texas at times, Um, 
but I've never felt it like this level of being married to a police officer. So it's been very interesting. No kidding. Yeah. That's interesting. Have you guys ever talked about it? Obviously, we're hearing it around the nation. Depending on what community you're in, we're hearing a lot about this defund the police. Mm. But have you both talked personally on what you think some of the answers could be? So speaking for myself, uh, non-reflective of the Fargo Police Department, yeah. you know, personally, right. we have talked about the defund the police. Uh, in I think it's been taken out of context, right. the, uh, the idea of defund, that like as if you're just taking funds away. Right. Um, but I have a psych degree, so that is oh, something okay. uh, in my background. And um, as a psych professional, I, I think reallocating funds towards mental health professionals to be able to uh, team up with law enforcement. Right. Personally, in my opinion, I think that that would be a fantastic uh, addition yeah. because there's a lot of times that... Um, it seems that they're going on calls and dealing with mental health crisis oh, and that their okay. time could be re- reallocated towards more, uh, not that mental health isn't important, but, right. you know, more serious criminal offenses right. going on at the time. Sure. And and having, you know, attacks. That's a good point. So, uh yeah, like I said, not reflective of Fargo Police right. Department no. at all, but yeah. in, in my opinion, yes. That, yeah, absolutely. I have challenged Daniela to an in-studio push-up contest. We're going to go Facebook Live. It's the first one to 25, and uh, that number already seems out of my reach, but we're going to give it a shot, and we're going to have some fun and do it anyway. I <laughs> am winded. If you went over to the side stage show on Facebook, I just did an in-studio push-up contest against an Ironman triathlete. How do you think that turned out? It was first one to 25, and uh, Daniela obviously got there much quicker than I did, but uh, it was expected, but we still had good fun. Thanks for the challenge. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. I love having you on the show. Will you come back? Of course. Where can we find you on social media and show our support? Uh, 1929DRamirez on Instagram. On Instagram, okay. Daniela Ramirez Tiedemann on Facebook. Fantastic. Thanks for being my co-host. You're very welcome. I enjoyed it. Stay healthy out there. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you again very soon back on the show. Awesome.